It was huge, all colonnades and white walls gleaming in the early morning sun. The best in contemporary rustic taste that blood money could buy. Paco showed his two gold teeth again. He had one of those faces that invited an uppercut to the jaw. I hope the ride was not so bad. Beats flying coach. Paco was a greasy bastard, hair slicked back, forehead pocked with beads of sweat. Shirt with at least two more buttons undone than was necessary, bearing a hairy chest. He wore his two custom pearl-handled Magnum 50-cal Desert Eagles on side holsters, cowboy style. Never mind that it was maybe the most vulnerable way to carry a gun. It made him look badass. The boss takes his security very seriously. He does not want outsiders to know where he lives. Of course, a bag over his head would have done the job, but Saavedra wanted to flex his muscles, showing that he was powerful enough that men would come to him in the trunk of a car if he demanded it. It was the first volley in their negotiations. Two security guards in pastel suit jackets and tieless button-down shirts came out of a service entrance, one wielding a metal detector wand in one hand and a handy little appliance for detecting RF signals in the other. The detector was designed to sniff out bugs and happened to suffer from a fatal flaw. It couldn't detect anything that wasn't turned on. Pretending to scratch, Morgan clicked the button that held his transponder once to shut it off. His earpiece emitted a demoralized beep acknowledging the shutdown. The guard scanned him with the wand first. The wand warbled as it passed over his crotch. Don't enjoy it too much. The guard made no sign that he'd understood. Next, he scanned Morgan with the RF detector, which didn't make a sound. Está limpio. All right, Senor Bevelacqua, said the other guard. Come with me, please. To Paco. Tu también. The guard ushered the two of them inside through the service entrance, another attempt to put Morgan in his place, past an industrial kitchen where women in hairnets plucked chickens and stirred vats of broth fragrant with spice to the sound of salsa music. They crossed a swinging door into a living room appointed with rustic hardwood furniture. A uniformed maid laid out a silver tray of coffee and water for them. Excusing himself, Morgan ducked into a bathroom, where he clicked the button again to turn on the radio transmitter. The earpiece chirped. Contact reestablished, came Block's voice. Are you in Saavedra's compound? I'm in. Morgan took off his T-shirt and wiped as much sweat as the fabric could handle from his hairy chest and his back. The chopper's holding two minutes away. Let's try to avoid having to call it in. I'll do my best. He ran his fingers to straighten out his thick black hair and then along his mustache and goatee. Then he pulled the light blue button down over his solid muscular frame. His pants still had a caramel-colored grease stain from the trunk of the car, but there was nothing to be done about that. Morgan walked back out into the living room and sat in the worn leather safari chair. Muy guapo, Paco said, then leaned forward and spoke in a conspiratorial whisper. When we go in, don't forget that with Señor Saavedra, the most important thing is to show respect. Avoid eye contact, don't raise your voice, and poor Joder, don't laugh. If he thinks you disrespect him, they find both our skins nailed to a bus stop in Cartagena. I don't think that jaw would be so handsome if it was not attached to any bones. Having made his point, 
Paco leaned back and whistled some damn song for the fifteen minutes it took a secretary to come and whisper in his ear. Come on, he said. Saavedra is ready to see us. The secretary opened a set of rough-hewn doors to a spacious office whose broad bay windows opened up to a palm-framed sea, admitting the sound of the surf and the cause of seagulls outside. Flanked by two uniformed bodyguards was Saavedra, double-chinned, sporting a thick head of near-white hair and a mustache to match, in an eggshell suit over a light pink shirt and a bolo tie, sitting in a high-backed leather chair, his own little throne in his own little kingdom, sipping tequila from a whiskey glass. He did not acknowledge Morgan. Quien es? he asked Paco instead. El hombre de las armas, señor, said Paco, head bowed in deference. They had an exchange in low tones of which Morgan caught only a word here and there. Then Saavedra turned to face him.